Well, hello, everybody. I'm Kay. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Encouragement Fuel for the Journey, where I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. Now, on this podcast, I want to encourage and empower you to fulfill your God-given destiny by sharing some insights and truths found in the Word of God. Each week, we'll dive into the Word and explore how we can overcome challenges, find purpose, and positively impact the world. Now, whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting to explore your faith, I believe that the the Word of God can transform your life and bring you hope and encouragement. So join me today as we get fueled through encouragement in the Word of God. Well, hello, everybody. This is Kay with Encouragement Fuel for the Journey. Listen, I'm so happy that you are with me today for uh, episode nine, season one of the podcast. I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey, and we're going to be encouraged inside of the word again today. Our topic is be strong and fight part one. So listen, um, you know, in, in life there, sometimes we're challenged in our faith. Um, these challenges can look different for everyone, right? Um, sometimes it's temptation, sometimes it's trials. It can even be grief, right? That can challenge our faith and, and, and cause us to waver and not be strong in our faith and fight, or it just could be challenge to just do the right thing every day. Just make the right choices and do the right thing. So we're going to talk about be strong and fight, um, and, and again, as always, <clears throat> this is the year of the open door. So this is part of right. Being postured to go through that open door is to learn how to be strong and fight. So, so oftentimes when, when the Lord opens doors for us, if we're not careful and if we're not, if we don't stay strong and plan it and, and fight and, and, and fight the good fight of faith, we will, um, sometimes cave in, throw up our hands and quit. And we don't want to do that. When God opens up that door for us, since this is the season and the year of the open door, we want to fight and we want to stay strong, right? So remember God's agenda for your life does require an open door. And I'm telling you, we're going to be prepared to walk through it. Um, and so the open door though requires obedience. Obedience requires alignment. And we know alignment requires you to shift glory to God. So let's get into it. Our fuel point number one, be strong and fight part one. Fuel point number one, know what or who you're standing on. Oh, come on. You heard me. Know what or who you're standing on. First Samuel's two and two says this. No one is like, uh, no one is holy like the Lord. There is no one beside you. There is no rock like our God. Oh, I love the way the songwriter puts it, right? He, he's, the, the songwriter says this, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. So listen to me today. If you're standing on your finances, if you're standing on your merit, if you're standing on your own character, if you're standing on um your own success, or if you're standing on your own strength and your own might, I'm telling you that is sinking sand. That's not a solid ground. We need to make sure we know that we are standing on the rock, which is Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And that's how we, uh, uh, we're strong and we fight. We have to first make sure our foundation is stable and that it is nothing else but Jesus Christ and him alone. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that in the beginning in, in, in John one, that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. And it goes on down to chapter or to verse 14. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. And we know that that is Jesus who is the word. And he became flesh and in the form of Jesus, 
Jesus Christ. And so when you stand um, on the word, you're standing on Christ. Glory to God. You're standing on the rock. So it's so important that if you're going to um, be strong and fight, you have to make sure you are constantly, continually standing um, in Christ, standing on him, on the word of God. And you know, a lot of times like, well, how do you stand on the word? Or how do you stand on Christ? Can you really stand on Christ? Absolutely. The Bible says that Jesus up upholds the whole world the whole world by the power of his word is being upheld. And do you know that includes you? He upholds you. So when, when you, when you stand in him, you're being upheld by him. When you stand on him, you're being upheld by him, by his very word, glory to God. So uh, remember that when you're challenged, glory to God, that uh, according to Isaiah 40 and eight, that the grass will wither. And the flowers will fade away, but the Bible says the word of God will remain forever. So when you stand on the word of God, when you stand on the rock, Jesus Christ, I want you to know you're standing on a solid foundation. You're standing on an immovable rock. You're standing on an, uh, an unshakable kingdom. As a matter of fact, the word of God said you are part of, of an of unshakable kingdom. Oh, come on. That's good to know. But in order to continue to stay connected and be a part of the unshakable kingdom, you have to make sure that your solid rock is Jesus Christ. Christ and none other than that, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. And so his word is the same, right? Today, yesterday, and forever. So stay planted, dig in your heels, and keep trusting who the one and keep trusting the one who's upholding you. Keep trusting the one who's upholding his word and upholding the promises. Glory to God. That is a uh, Field point number one, know what and who you are standing on. Glory to God. And so we're going to go into field point number two. Field point number two is know what you have on. So know what you're standing on, right? We know Jesus Christ is that rock. That's who we stand on. And that's how we're going to be strong and fight. And then you need to know what you have on. So Ephesians 6 and 10, starting uh, uh, Ephesians 6, starting with the 10th verse says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Did you hear that? He tells us in the word what we need to put on the whole armor. So God has given us something to put on so that we can be strong and fight for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Uh, I, I'm sorry, you're, 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 you're fighting. It's not against your mother-in-law. It's not against your wife. It's not with your children. It's with flesh and blood. There are real demonic forces coming against you, coming against your home, coming against your finances, coming against your mind. And you have to learn to fight uh, the right fight and the right people and the right thing. You're not fighting uh uh, that, that rebellious teenager, but you are fighting that rebellious spirit. So you're going to have to learn how to put on the armor of God and recognize how to fight. So it says here, I'm going to read on, um, in verse 13, therefore take up the whole armor of God. Why? That you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all it says to stand. Oh, glory to God. Listen. So he, he says in order to stand, in order to be strong, you're going to have to uh, put on the whole armor of God without it. You're, 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 um, you have no defenses without it. You, you won't make it without it. You won't have that strength without it. You won't be able to fight and you won't be able to fight in a way that will cause you success and, and, and cause your victory. So watch this. I'm going to keep reading. Verse 14 says, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth. Okay. Did you hear that? So it, it breaks down every piece of the armor. So again, fuel point number two, know what you have on. You have to have truth. You have to walk in truth, stay rooted in truth. 
truth, um, not fables, not a lie, not what you think, not what they're saying in the world. You have to know that your truth is based right and rooted in the word of God. And then you have to have shot your feet with the shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That peace, you have to walk in peace. You have to stay in peace. As a matter of fact, wherever you go, peace needs to be your guide. Glory to God. So when you show up, peace should show up. You need to make sure that you are staying and walking in peace. Glory to God. And then verse 16 says, and above all, take the shield of faith. That's part of your armor, the shield of faith, which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You know, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And it's going to also be impossible to fight without faith. You have to have the shield of faith. You have to be able to, um, when, when those darts come to be able to hold up that faith, what is the faith? Faith is believing in what the word of God says, standing on what the word of God says. Every single time something comes at you, you need to throw up that faith, glory to God, and, and not back down and not back down from the word of God and, and be, um, as, as it says in Hebrews, fully persuaded that God's going to do what he says he's going to do. Always have that shield of faith with you. Um, and, and when you do that, the Bible says it'll quench the fiery darts of the wicked one that will come at you. And then he says, put on the helmet of salvation. Glory to God. You have to have that helmet of salvation on, you know, the helmet of salvation, that helmet protects your head. It protects your mind. So you have to always have that deliverance, knowing that you've been delivered, knowing that you've been set free in your mind, right? That means you're going to have to renew your mind. I talked about this in my, and, um, I think not my last podcast, I believe is episode six. Go back and take a look at that. I talked about how you can renew your mind. The, your helmet is going to help you do that. The helmet of salvation, which is that word of God that renews your mind. Every piece of armor that God has given us points back to his word. Glory to God being literally from head to toe clothed in the word of God. So that, that helmet is going to protect, is going to protect your mind. You're going to have to cast down thoughts, cast down imaginations, continuing to renew your mind. If you're going to be strong and fight. And then it says, um, let's see. And the sword of the spirit, and, and take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Oh my good God from glory. You're going to have to fight with the word. You're going to have to learn to fight with the word. How do you fight with the word? Well, when something comes against you or you're up against something, you're going to have to learn to go to the word and speak what the word says about it. Decree what the word says about it. Pray what the word says about it. Glory to God. Confess, profess what the word of God says about the situation. If you're feeling sick or you have a bad report from the doctor in your body, you need to take that sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and begin to skillfully, um, uh, fight with that sword. The word of God says that by his stripes, you're healed. It says that healing is the children's bread. And then you begin need to begin to prophesy to your body and speak to your body, the word of God. That's how you begin to, t- uh, to work with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was, uh, is upon him. And by his stripes, we are, and were healed. That's how you begin to fight with the sword of the spirit. God has totally equipped you. So fuel point number two is remember what you have on. Know what you have on. Glory to God. Know what you have on. And finally, I love verse 18. Still still again, we're in Ephesians 6 and we're now down to verse 18. It says, after you have on all of that uh, armor and after you take up the faith, the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, then it says, pray always with with, with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Glory to God. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and 
supplication for all the saints. So watch this. The scripture says men should always pray and not faint. So guess what? You need to start praying. You need to make sure you build your, your capacity to pray up, build your prayer life up. Glory to God. Get before God. Always pray. Even on your, you know, you're in the car uh, on your way to work. Be praying. Glory to God. When you find yourself, um, uh, stress, pray glory to God. When, when things happen and you get that unexpected phone call, pray, don't, don't first thing you need to do. You need to learn how to pray first, go to God first. He has strategies for you. He has wisdom for you. We have to learn how to pray because in doing so it causes you to persevere. Come on. I need somebody to hear that praying leads to perseverance. A lot of times we're not persevering because we're not praying glory to God. Oh, I said something. He said, I said, we're not persevering because we're not praying. So we have to learn how to to pray always. And I love this. It says, and it says for the saints, not just praying for yourself, praying for each other, right? Upholding one another, covering one another, encouraging and exhorting one another, praying that God would strengthen your, your brother, your sister, your, your, your children, your marriage. We need to pray. That is part of what we have on glory to God. So fuel point number three, know that you already have the victory. Oh my good God from glory. If we are going to be strong and fight, we have to know that we already have the victory. So uh, let me explain something to you. Already having the victory doesn't mean that you won't go through anything. Oh, on the contrary, but there is confidence in knowing that you win. Oh, can, can I need somebody to just say, I win. Say it out loud right where you are. Say, I win. Glory to God, because you do. You know, you, you we have to learn um, to fight from a place of victory and not for victory. Let me say that one more time. We have to learn to fight from a place of victory because we've already been given victory and not for victory. Oftentimes, when we're going through a battle or going through a trial, or 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 going experiencing uh, unexpected challenges, we we think that we are fighting to get victory. But God says on the onset of that thing, He said, "I've already given you victory." So I, I want you to fight from a place of victory, not from a not to get victory. So let me show you in the Word, First Corinthians fifteen. It, it says, um, "Let's see, did I get that scripture? Let me let me give you this this scripture." Uh, first Corinthians 15, 57, it said, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, he's already given us the victory. He's already gives us the victory and we are already conquerors. So we need to face that like we have the victory. We need to go through that trial like we've already conquered it. Glory to God, because according to the word of God, we have. As a matter of fact, the scripture goes on to say in the 58th verse, again, I'm reading from 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So it's telling us to be strong. Because we already have the victory. Do you see how those two verses work together? It says, thanks be to God who gives us victory. And then it says, therefore, we already, because we already have the victory, you can be firm. Oh, glory to God. You can stand and fight and you can be immovable, abounding in the work of the Lord. Um, and, and, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted 
or to no purpose. I need somebody to hear me today because some of you've been thinking that, you know, I've been advancing the kingdom. I've been having my hands to the plow and I've been going forward in the work of the Lord. And it seems like it's one thing after another. I'm here to let you know, brothers and sisters, that God said, I've already given you the victory. Keep going. He said, I've already made you a conqueror. As a matter of fact, you're more than a conqueror. Keep going. Glory to God. Be steadfast because you already have the victory. No fight in victory, knowing that you win. Fight in victory, knowing that all things are going to work together for your good because you are called according to his purpose. Glory to God. So I want you to keep standing and keep fighting and keep moving forward. Glory to God, because you're already victorious. And the Lord wants you to know today, I think somebody needs to lean in and hear this, that everything you're doing right now for the kingdom, whatever it is, great or small, large responsibilities or small responsibilities, whatever it is you're doing for the kingdom. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean working in a church. You could be um, in the marketplace, but you're advancing the kingdom with what God's called you to do. I want you to know, know that the Lord said you're, it's never wasted and it always has purpose. Oh my God. So don't, don't get it twisted. Don't make, um, the mistake of thinking that because you're going through a trial and you're, and you're being challenged in your faith, that it throws out your, your labor. It throws out, um, what, the work that you're doing. It absolutely does not. As a matter of fact, the Lord says to be firm, be, um, immovable because your work in the Lord is not in vain. Oh, come on. That should have sparked someone that should have, uh, reinvigorated many people right there. So listen, and as a matter of fact, if you know somebody that needs to hear this today, please share it, share it, share it, share it. Cause I believe this will infuse them, invigorate them, refresh them and cause them to keep going. So inside of your faith fight, Remember, you must have this mindset. And this is my final scripture within this final fuel point. You have to have this mindset. The mindset, according to Paul in 2 Corinthians 7 and through 9, and I'm reading from the New King James, and it says this, but we have this treasure in earthen vessel. Oh, glory to God. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. Oh, did you hear that? So going in, you have to have that mindset. You have to know that what you're carrying on the inside of you, glory to God, the joy of the Lord, the strength of the Lord, the grace of God, the anointing of God, because of that, you have that excellency, that, that power in, in an earthen vessel. It's amazing that God took all of that and he put it inside of this earthen vessel. Come on, you carrying something. Oh, you are carrying something. You're not empty. Glory to God. So watch this because of what you're carrying, because you have that treasure in earthen vessels, you may be pressed on every side, but I want you to know you got to have a mindset that you're not crushed. And then he goes on to say that you may be perplexed, but you're not in despair. Just because things are a little perplexing don't mean you have to despair. And then finally, you may be uh, persecuted, but not forsaken. Oh, come on. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God says, I will deliver them out of them all. So those of you who feel like you're being persecuted right now, come on, you're not forsaken. God sees you. You are visible to God. He has not forgotten you. As a matter of fact, he's upholding you. He's strengthening you. He's giving you more grace and favor to get through it. Glory to God. And then finally, it says we may be struck down, but I promise you we're not destroyed. Oh, come on. So when you're in your faith fight, faith fight you 
have to go in with that mindset because life happens, honey. Life, lives. We be lifing, right? Life happens to all of us. Things happen to all of us. Good and bad happens to all of us. The word of God says that he reigns on the just and the unjust. So know this, that no matter what you're going through, that you're not in despair. You don't want, you're not destroyed. You're, you're, you're not forsaken. Glory to God. And, and you're not crushed. So remember that. And so make sure you have to step back and look at it right. You have to look at it through the lens of the word of God. You have to look at it through the, uh, um, through the, the lens of victory. You have to look at it through the lens of faith. You have to look at it knowing glory to God, that God is on your side. Oh, I think I kind of preached a little bit right there. Glory to God. I just got real happy because I'm encouraged in that. And I pray that you will be today. Let's do a quick recap over those fuel points. So remember our, our topic today was be strong and fight part one. So look at this fuel point. Number one, Know what or who you're standing on. Remember, Jesus Christ is our rock. We're standing on him. Fuel point number two, know what you have on. Know that God has equipped you. God has given you everything you need to, to put on so that you can be equipped to fight and win the battle. And then fuel point number three, know that you already have the victory. Remember, you're not fighting for victory. You're fighting from a place of victory. Glory to God. And so be encouraged in that today. Oh, I hope and hope and hope you were encouraged. I pray you were encouraged today. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. And I speak strength. I speak grace and I speak favor in their lives right now. God, where they have been weak, let the weak say that I'm strong. God, I pray that they will continue to fight the good fight of faith, that they'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might, that they'll put on the whole armor of God, that they may stand against the wicked one. Father, I thank you that you've given us victory. I pray that they know that they're more than a conqueror, that they're an overcomer through Christ Jesus. For you call them the head and not the tail. You call them above and not beneath. You've given them victory, God. You said that they are a holy nation, a peculiar people and a royal priesthood. So I thank you for my brothers and sisters today that are watching me and I pray for their grace and their strength. And as a matter of fact, God, I thank you that your word says that your grace is sufficient for them. That means it's enough for them. It's more than enough for them. Strengthen your people today. Encourage them today, Father. God, give them a new fire, God. Give them fresh fuel, God, to continue to advance the kingdom and do what you've called them to do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Listen, thank you again for tuning in today. I am so super excited. Why don't you share this? If this has blessed you today, make sure you share it with someone. Come on, let's get the news out. That encouragement fuel for the journey, oh my goodness, has been released in the earth to provide encouragement inside of the word of God to every believer that needs to be encouraged. And remember, oh, you got this. Well, thank you for listening to the Encouragement Fuel for the Journey podcast, where I believe that encouragement is the fuel for our journey. Now, if you were encouraged inside of the word today, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. Be sure to join us next week as we continue to get fueled in the word and provide the encouragement you need to keep moving forward. And remember, you got this. <laughs>